Yeah, that's true. I see. I had the day. I sandwiched it between days off. Yeah, that was good. All right, fuck it. Hello and welcome to the Ratness Podcast, episode number fifty-five, with my boy Jim Cox. What up, hey. buddy? Very, very special episode of Ratness today. It's just me and Matt. We've done a couple in the past, and I think we'll probably do more in the future. And it's kind of nice just to say what's up with you, dude. Once know. you know, once every twenty that. hours of recording, uh, we get to say hi to each other. Yeah, yeah. Whenever we see each other, we never actually get to catch up. And I mean, we really don't get to catch up today. We're here with a purpose. We're we're going to promote this uh, May twenty eighth Rat Nest Art Fest. So you know, I mean, it is shameless plug, but I love you, bro. Good to see you. Uh, I love you too, bro. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We got one week from tomorrow, May twenty eighth, in Redlands, California. We will have an artist and vendor showcase that features uh, some thrift store pop-ups, smash burgers, plant shop, beef jerky. Uh, we got DJs, cocktails. We got music. We got drinks. We got uh, amazing artwork. Uh, come come out and support if you're in the Inland Empire. It's a short drive to Redlands, uh, 12 to 6 p.m. So uh, Memorial Day weekend, May 28th. Uh, it's going down. In the club, one three one Cajon Street in Redlands. One three one Cajon Street, right downtown Redlands. Yeah. Hey, it's yeah, the, man, it's, it's the good. Masonic building. <laughs> it's a Masonic Lodge. Jim's a Mason. Just throw that out there. I think we've said, we've said it before. I don't think we have. I think you, I think that's the first time everyone's finding out. Oh, really? Oh, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I thought we had mentioned it, and of course, the wind's picking up, so my voice is gonna fucking suck out here now. All right, that's cool. Yeah, this is great. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine, bro. I'm sure everyone can hear you fine too. All right. If it gets too bad, or if I start cutting out, let me know. Um, yeah, we're uh, we're very excited to put on this event. It's our first one in the new space. We've been in this office since the beginning of the year, basically. Yeah. And um, we finally get a chance to to do something, to have yeah. a little fun with it. Kind of our uh, introduction to Redlands uh, in the area. I want to. We're trying to make a splash. We want to get. As, that's why we got as many of the local vendors and artists that we could here, so that we can say like Redlands Rat Nest is here. We're here to help, and we're here to stay. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, it's gonna be cool. It's. I'm very excited. I wish I could have been more hands on with the promotion side of it. It's been a lot of social media and just kind of mentioning it on these platforms. But uh, I think there's enough people from the area that it'll attract, uh, you know, some heads. It's not I don't think it'll be the biggest event ever, but, you know, uh, it's gonna. It's our first one. We're going to figure everything out this time. That's right. That's right. So thank you to all the vendors and artists that are that are involved. And thank you to you guys who are uh, going to support and come out. Uh, thank you in advance. Let everybody that you know is into art come around. Uh, it's going to be a fun ass day. Yeah, it's free uh, for all ages. Like we said, there's going to be uh, cocktails and beer, I believe, uh, for 21 plus if you have your ID. Um, we'll have some some burgers there, some grilled cheeses, and uh, you know, come hang out, see some art, listen to some music, and uh, bring the kids. We'll have giveaways and raffles, uh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So Matt's been really handling the the artist side, and I've kind of been more handling the logistics of the building and getting the space set up and everything. So Matt, can you can you give everyone like a rundown of like 
who's going to be there, like the variety of artists and vendors that we've got showing up uh, just so that people can see like how like how the range of what's going to be there. It's not just going to be paintings, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, what we'll have a booth set up will kind of be the the first one you run into when you get into the, the event space. You can check in with Ratnest, get some raffle tickets to um, throw in and support um, what we're doing since it is free. That's kind of going to be our way to make a, a little money back or, you know, uh, if we make enough, we can do something with it. That's fun. Anyways, um, we have comic book artists. We have more fine painters and sculptors. Um, there's going to be street artists. Uh, I even know, like, I guess, where do we start? We start at the top of the list. I've been doing artist oh. profiles on, on Instagram every day. We'll be keep doing them every day until the show. Um, first one I did was on Shana Turin. So you can listen to her, I think, in episode 32-ish, right around there in the 30s. Yeah, middle she's, of season two. She's been on the cast. So look up that one with Shana. She's a teacher. She uh, We grew up in the same area, um, went to different high schools, but we're always familiar with each other and did art shows and stuff like that throughout, uh, I guess, our early college years. I moved to San Diego. She's been in Long Beach for a while, uh, but she's going to cruise out. She does amazing sculpture, uh, sculptures. She does paintings. Um, yeah. Kind of does it all. Shana, when we were in high school, I mean, if you listen to the episode, we probably do talk about this a little bit, but she was just like the punk rock kid. Like she had pink hair and like spiked it and just everyone kind of knew her because she had like a wild style. Right. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was crazy uh, because when I was young, I was like, ah, I, we were friends. But like, I didn't think that like 20 years later, I'd still be talking and hanging out with Shayna. Like it, it's super like, shows together. Yeah. It just went from music to art now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was it was music. She was in a bunch of bands. I remember um, when we were in a band, we would play with the Calicos, which was like her band that she was in at the time, like three piece kind of like prog rock band. Uh, super cool. Super so cool. she she is nice enough to agree to come out. Uh, all these all the vendors too. Thank you so much, all the artists. Um, it is free to them, but it is also sacrificing their time and effort to come out to Redlands and and do this thing. It's not like San Diego where I can get 15 artists together that all live in a five mile radius. It is, it's asking a lot for some of these guys to come up. We got Charles Globitz coming up from Tijuana. Um, so that's a whole day, you know, he's making a weekend out of it and going to enjoy some time with the fam and um, hang out with us and, and Dude, do this thing. I'm so stoked that Charles is, uh, is making the trip up here, like to get a chance to hang out with him and, and actually, you know, sit down with him for a while. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. He's, a lot of people don't know this, but he's kind of the accidental brainchild of the podcast. He definitely uh, uh, put the idea in Matt's ear that got the entire snowball rolling that got us to where we are today. So he definitely a godfather of the rodents. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, he's been inspiration to me. Like I said, I've said this so many times, but he was my teacher at community college when I was just some scumbag that would rather ditch class and drink 40s with my friends instead of, you know, actually doing anything productive in my early twenties. Uh, and he was a teacher that would make fun of me, dude, and talk shit. And like, he knew what was up. He like, you know, uh, it's like your parents, it's like teachers and parents know they see all these kids. You're not getting anything by them. Uh, right. I'm asking to get an extension on a project because I was partying and now make up an excuse and he'd give me the extra day or whatever. I don't know. He just got it. He's down from day one. And we've always, uh, just kind of kept in touch. I've always harassed him about, 
doing art shows and and projects I was involved in. And um, yeah, it finally just kind of came together. Uh, the beginning of the pandemic, he needed U.S. distribution for all his comics and art. And I was do I was starting Ratness, so it was it was serendipitous in a way. And uh, he approached me. I don't think I had. I don't think it would have been. I don't think I could have uh, scored like an artist of that caliber at that time. But uh, it really was, you know, uh, was it? Where, what's the little fish that sucks on the big fish? Like, <laughs> not codependent, but like symbiotic. symbiotic bro, you, you're cleaning his scales. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm the little sucker fish on the shark. <laughs> no, he he really is on that other level though like his art his, the way that he does his distribution like every part of every part of him is like super professional you know he's yeah got, yeah he's you know, a pro for sure absolutely and and we got we really did get to like look to see what he was doing to and kind of model after it you know he was doing it right he was being successful and it was it was a real easy like oh yeah there's a model that that we could take a look at to to continue up yeah, and it, it's not like too tricky. I mean, it's like pretty DIY still. It's like self-publish your shit, get your shit like lay out and do all your own work, and don't pay someone else to do work for you. Get it to the printer, get it printed as cheap as possible on a you know professional production level, and then pound the pavement. Try to sell them online. Try to get into comic book shops. Try to get any of your friends to to put you on a show or a table at an event. Um, it's all the stuff that we, we do as artists anyways. It's like that shit never goes away. It's like people that get deals and stuff might have a broader range of access because of money, but ultimately it, you get, you get out of it, what you put into it. Same process. Yeah, for sure. And it, I mean, it sounds a little like it sounds funny, like, Oh, all you have to do is do your own layout and do this. Like it does take a lot of like of uh investment in yourself to learn how to do the layout and to get the confidence to say you know what i don't need someone to proof this i proofed it and i know that it's good you know yeah and that, that it makes you a multifaceted artist or it forces it forced us to like really look at the business side of things and as long as well as like all right this is our idea what we want to do with the artist how do we do it and how do we do it sustainable to where we can actually push forward and get keep the momentum rather than just kick a ball and have to keep kicking it and kicking it until it gets where we want to go you know yeah like i i mean i learned pretty quick when i started this like i think the first wave of stickers i did uh for people i didn't have any machines yet i i went through a third party to get them done and i didn't shop around i didn't really get the resources that i could have used to make it worth doing for people and i paid premium prices and the stickers are great whatever like the quality is is great but you can get just as good quality if you know where to look for a lot less money yeah. and it, it's stuff like that that's going to hang you up because if you're if you're paying out of pocket yeah. or breaking wow. even there's only so long you can do that right yeah 100 percent. yeah i'm i'm stoked like i said i'm stoked that globitz is coming up and and the the work that he puts out like his books and his and his comics are just like top notch like yeah the, totally i mean not is it they're fun to look at now still like i've been looking at his work for 15 years and i'm still just blown away by it like it's constantly impressing and inspiring me so fucking 
come check it out. It's rad. Yeah, his, and all of his stuff is available at the Ratnest site. You can go get all of his books and comics there at ratnestdickerco.com. But I would recommend if you have any interest and you're in the area, come and meet him. Come and actually talk to the guy when you when you buy the comic. Uh, if you have the opportunity, instead of trying trying to just buy it online, 100% recommend coming and shaking the guy's hand and, and even getting an autograph on the book because that totally. you know, his, his uh, status is just rising every day, man. I'm going to just keep hyping Charles up right now. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I'm going to fucking say it. He just got uh, an amazing opportunity to be a part of the George Lucas Museum that's being built out in L.A. right now as part of their permanent collection for Latino artists. Um, So that just shows you the caliber of artists. And, you know, he's coming to this small event in Redlands with us. And it's just tumbling and awesome that, you know, someone of such uh, caliber like fucks with us. Yeah, it is. It is so much respect to Charles, man. Thank you, Charles, for for being a part of what we're doing and and letting us kind of ride your coattails. <laughs> oh yeah, man. And I hope we're helping out too. I hope you know. I hope that there's no like, why aren't these guys doing more or whatever. We're uh, try to push him as much as I can. We're getting in other uh, areas of the country into local shops with some of his work and some of the work from Argle Bargle Books um, with uh, Christopher Sperandio and Jonathan McBurney, who we both we've had both on the podcast. And uh, we just, you know, independent shops, Philly and Partners and Sons. We got stuff going out to Desert Island Comics in Brooklyn. Um, another shop that the name escapes uh, escapes me right now. It's in upstate New York. Uh, and then locally, you know, we'll be getting into um, a shop called Quest in Redlands here and hopefully Secret Headquarters and a uh, shop in called Quest in L.A. as well pretty soon. We're going to we're working on it. We're working on some stuff. Yeah, definitely, definitely don't want to get ahead of ourselves and count the chickens before they hatch. But right now, Ratnest, uh, we're doing a lot behind the scenes to try and make sure that we're not just giving the artists a small platform, but that we're growing that platform at every chance we get so that these these small DIY local artists can become, you know, the next big thing and, and get their stuff out there. Because, man, some of the artists, every artist that we've interviewed are, is extremely talented and every single one of them deserves your eyes and deserves to get their stuff seen in the hands of people that care about comics. Cause it's just, it's phenomenal. And we see it every single episode that we do. Every time we work with a new artist and put something new up, it's, it's obvious. This needs to be out in the world. This needs to be far way further than just their local city or just their local shop. And uh, we want to help, man. So when you're supporting and just listening to these episodes, you're doing a lot more to support a comic book and an artist uh, than you know. It's true. This is like our telethon right now. We're like, for the price of a comic, you can support a local artist yeah. in need. I mean, I did say at the beginning, this was just going to be a whole bunch of shameless self <laughs> That's good, dude. No, it's, I mean, it's interesting to us. I think that's why we do it too, is to talk to people and get a different perspective, especially from all over the country. Uh, I guess at this point, you could say we're worldwide. Uh, we've sent stuff overseas to Europe. We've had uh, Jonathan McBurney from Australia on the podcast. So it's, uh, you know, we're getting there. That's right. And and uh, not speak out of pocket, but, uh, you know, we Ratness may be going to New York City this summer. We may be coming to a city around uh, the U.S. near you and not announce it till we're there. So if that <laughs> happens, keep an eye out because uh, who knows where the rats will pop up. Yeah, dude, I'm trying to pop up anywhere. If anyone has 
recommendations of spots or connects in any cities around the country that are doing cool shit, hit me up, ratnesstickerco at gmail.com or on Instagram, DM me, ratnesstickerco. And let's talk. Let's, let's put some stuff together. Let's help each other out. Uh, All right. So getting back to some of the artists that are coming up this next Saturday, May 28th, Ratnest Art Fest uh, in Redlands, California. Uh, we, so we, we've got artists. We're going to go through some of them. So actually, you mentioned earlier San Diego. We've got like a handful of artists coming up from that area that are actually taking a lot of time out of their lives uh, and br- bringing uh, a car full of stuff to be able to table and, and come up just so that they because they want to expand their customer base too, or not customer base, excuse me, I'm business mind, but they want to expand their fan base too. Yeah. 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 We got, we got, I think four artists from San Diego coming up, which is awesome. It's about hour and a half uh, drive from San Diego to Redlands. So they're, they're sacrificing that time and energy, like you said, to, to come up and support us by doing the event. Uh, we got, I got the amazing street artist. Um, been friends with him for a while now uh and always been down for the cause dude paints like all the time like every time i've ever hung out with him he's working on something like he's working either a show or putting together a new collection to to drop or i don't know just always painting which is super inspiring and awesome um we also have this girl hugs trees um i don't Actually, I don't know her last name. Her real name's her name's Danny, or I know her by Danny, and she does amazing like needlework. Um, she does like um, I'm not sure the technical term that you would call it needlepoint, but of her own designs, super super rad. Um, always positive, always very like like forward thinking shit. Uh, she also made these amazing enamel pins that we have in the shop rat, rat nest right now. They're uh, gold and black enamel uh hard enamel with uh it's like a human figure with a rose for a head kind of a traditional flower kind of illustration of the head uh super rad super fat pins uh great shit um we got my boy eric eric lara uh who we've had a episode six maybe when we first started uh we also have a lost episode with him somewhere uh out in the universe i don't know where exactly it lives these days but if we ever figure it out we'll release it as a bonus track um yeah his episodes were super cool because he went into like detail about how to develop his film because he's a photographer like how he does all of his own development and stuff and that dude that episode taught me something for sure yeah he actually i got the pleasure of going down there a few weeks ago and him showing me in person how to develop black and white film this is the first roll of 35 millimeter I shot is 400 max, like just pretty standard black and white film. And he's like, this is the, these are the chemicals I use. This is the amount, amount of time that I let things agitate in or like do things for. And um, it was just kind of a little breakdown. And it's crazy because in high school, I did a little bit of photography and development from film. So I was familiar with the process, but with a dark room and with um trays of baths of of chemicals to uh separate it into under like a red light and this is all done in a little container about this big and so it you develop the film as it is whereas i would take a photo like i would take a yeah a, a photo 
for to to enlarge whatever piece I was trying to develop at that time. So it was a different process of some things I was familiar with, but hadn't done in a long time. That's and right. it's it's awesome because you can buy the chemicals and the the little I don't know what you call it. It looks like a a like yeti. A yeah, it looks like a yeti uh, coffee cup. You know what I mean? But it's like uh, light tight. So you do it all in a, a dark bag and and uh, go through the process of of rinsing and and uh, throwing different chemicals on it and and you get my pictures suck, but you get a great outcome from it. Like I said, <laughs> it was my first roll of black and white. I just got an AE one from the homie and uh, starting to mess with it. It's like a old thirty five millimeter camera and he showed me some tricks on that too of why some of my stuff might have been blown out and I was using there's an auto feature on it. It was like just you know, dial it in the way you normally would with like a manual uh, focus. So I don't know. Interesting. I don't know if that makes any sense, but. Now that's cool. And see, that just shows too the the type of people that we're having up at this, like they're not just artists that are looking to come up. You know, these are like real people. You know, we we talked about Globitz, like he's bringing his whole family up and, and staying with Matt. You know, we've got guys like eric who invite you down and literally show you their entire process of art like they're not afraid of trade secrets or this is my thing like they want to just show and they want they're open with it and they're you're if you come on saturday it's going to be the same thing like you're going to get a chance to talk to the artists you're going to get a chance to pick their brain if you're into that sort of thing like we're going to be there six hours they're going to have time to talk <laughs> right this is this isn't going to be a stand in line for anything event you know it's this is going to be hang out shoot the shit ask questions um be around people uh that are creating on a professional level we just talked to james mcclung the other day and he mentioned that he's gonna bring an easel like a like a piece he's working on and uh you know work on it while he's doing uh his table and then chris fontaine is going to be focusing on doing a live piece throughout the six hours another Awesome artist that we we had on episode forty of the pod uh, from San Diego. That's cruising up, bringing all his own shit. You know, devoting his time to come up here and live paint. So I don't know, man. I I'm, I'm blown away by the uh, support that we we've gotten, and I I hope that uh, everyone has a great time and that there's a good turnout and uh, it's beneficial for for the artists involved. Oh yeah, man. I. I'm looking forward to like, if for no other reason, we're going to get a chance to just hang out with all these cool ass people. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really the, that's really the selling feature uh, to this event is like, you get to come and hang out with all kinds of different artists and vendors and just really cool people that, that you wouldn't have gotten an opportunity to get to know uh, if, if this event wasn't happening. So uh i'm i'm stoked i guess it really is a success just if they show up and i get to hang out with them all <laughs> yeah right i mean i feel bad if uh if no one shows up and it's just me and you and a handful of people hanging out but uh whatever. yeah yeah i mean it's always the fear but that's why we do things like this to shamelessly self-promote yeah 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 May no. 28th, rat nest art fest we also have local vendors who are not only our friends, but friends with a lot of people around town and the surrounding communities. So I think, you know, our friends and our family, that kind of support, that's going to be huge. And um, anyone that is interested in, I guess, indie art or independent creators, uh, hopefully will get the message and come through as well. 
We got the local comic shop, uh, comic book shop involved, shop called Quests in downtown Redlands. Um, they're nice enough to to get involved and and have a table as well as you know throw the poster up in the window. So I hope I hope people see the poster and actually take the time to check it out. And you know, uh, it's not just directly the things we've been doing to promote it, but there's some sort of uh, coalescing or I don't know, like bigger thing that comes together. Yeah, for sure. And and the, the shops that are around the town that we've got are like really cool, all like family owned and operated or or sole proprietors. You know what I mean? That, that they work there themselves. You know, the, these are not uh, box stores that are coming in just to sell stuff. This is like people's heart and soul uh, forever green. You know, our, our friend Bree, she runs a local plant shop that is just the best little plant shop that could have ever popped up right during COVID. Like she saw the opportunity. She saw the need for plants that, you know, people need plants in their lives, especially when you're stuck in the house. Like they, they bring joy. I, I know personally, I got like 30 plants in my hundred <laughs> house. So uh, it, she is like, she's, she saw a need and stepped up and her plants are the healthiest and the, uh, she's got a variety of everything you could possibly imagine. And she's going to bring a whole bunch of stuff for that day that you'll be able to get some really cool, uh, plants. And, and she's so knowledgeable too, about her plants. You can ask her anything. She knows what's up. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's, it's awesome because it's, you're supporting a friend like Bree and my wife, uh, Nicole have been friends since they were I don't know, junior high. Like it's like people that we've known forever that are doing cool shit. And we wanna we wanna put that out there and promote that. Uh Dylan Trebizo, like my boy, since we were little kids, our moms worked together. Uh he's gonna be DJing and doing Smash Burger pop up like Georgie Burger. Georgie Burger. Burger. Burger's been so killing long. it. The shit I can't I haven't had it yet. It's oh, I've it's literally cool. watched it since its inception and not been able to eat one so i'm so pumped to get my hands on a double cheeseburger i've been eating i'm trying not to eat red meat so <laughs> this day. is my cheat day baby <laughs> you know we've actually got some vendors uh locally that we haven't known forever you know a few of the guys and a few of the people have been you know friends of ours for a long time but we've also got a, a beef jerky company coming out uh from a, a Dude that we just met, we wandering around Redlands ex explaining what we were going to do when we were trying to first plan this and just stepped into the 19th tee, uh, awesome indoor driving range downtown Redlands. And uh, dude's a full on like entrepreneur. He's got multiple businesses running. Him and his partner are just crushing it like they've got great heads about him. And they saw this and they they recognized it as, you know, a possible opportunity as well so they're going to be uh, promoting their beef jerky i i don't remember the name uh it's escaping me right now yeah what happened i'm, yeah, I'm, I'm blanking too name. forgive me but uh that's going to be like like a, just another cultivating relationship you know what i mean and i, I love it you know totally. that that's the whole point is get because now in 10 years we'll be able to say yeah i've known this guy for 10 years we've been working together for this long you know and that yeah. that's type of stuff that we're trying to cultivate is not just one-offs but but continued relationships with these artists and the local vendors and everyone yeah yeah and i'm uh continued relationships is is kind of the key right so anyone that tries to work for themselves i mean that's pretty much all you got is continued relationships unless you're building something to specifically sell 
off and not be a part of or be a part of to a lesser degree and let someone else take it over all you have is are the people that have been with you since the beginning right like that's right. how that's how what you bring with you that's how you come up shit so it's well cool. it's about oh sorry go ahead oh i was just saying it's cool that uh we we have enough friends in the community in these communities um uh, that are willing to do stuff with us like this yeah definitely and it's it is it really is about building a network of people around you that want to see you succeed and you want to see them succeed and you know when you've got people in your corner and you're in their corner you all are going to come up together and be successful dude you're wearing a, a method maker shirt right now right they, I, I i think they're traveling the farthest to be here they're coming from the bay area yeah uh, cruising down they're gonna have a table with a shit ton of new stickers that i'm getting done for them right now um i'm sure they'll have swag some t-shirts and apparel as well but i mean neil and remy do a thing called method made design lab and the method makers where they literally just support artists from around the world and and do shows and group events and keep people in the cycle that they work with so you know it's continued representation on like a, a different platform than you might have at your disposal genius networker like he knows how to have a discussion and and keep somebody's interest and then remy as they put it to us recently uh neil's the astronaut and remy's mission control you know he's out there <laughs> he's the one searching the universe and, and pulling everything out and she keeps things in line and they work so well together man and every, every interaction that we've had with them they they get it you know we we want to do everything but we definitely have uh lives and they are so busy running the global art network and we're so busy with rat nest that we haven't been able to jump together yet but we're trying like and we, and we definitely want to get them more involved and and get more involved in what they're doing because they just they're crushing it right now look up the method makers you'll see what we're talking about man these neil neil is probably one of the more driven people that i've met in my life or at, at least in this art scene that we've had as far as just recognizing the necessity of a network and and he just pushes for it it's kudos to him and mad respect man oh yeah yeah i can't he was like dude you guys are doing this event what's up i was like yeah you want to make the trip like kind of just dicking around like yeah if you guys want to come down like i'll make sure there's room for you because i didn't think he'd be like yeah i'll come down for this little event in redlands and uh sure shit. he's like let's do it dude i'll make a we'll make a trip out of it we'll we'll camp out in palm springs kick it uh you know so it's gonna be a good time man it's 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 always nice to like link up with people in person that you've been talking to uh as internet friends for a while you know yeah and dude as we're talking right now i'm realizing how many artists that we've been in contact with that i kind of consider friends and i've never met them you know only through zoom and only through email correspondence and instagram and stuff but like we've I'm, we're gonna have half a dozen people there that i'm gonna meet for the first time in person like that that's super cool hell yeah yeah, man, I'm gonna it's a get great... the same experience as all the people showing up. <laughs> it, it just goes to show you, it's like it's it's fun for us to do this as it is for I we for what we hope people get out of it, right? It's like we want it to be fun for them, but ultimately it's been fun for us to do everything too. It's been a lot of headache, but it's gonna be a good time. 
Yeah, and the headache's totally worth it. Like the the good so far outweighs the the headache at this point. You know, uh, I'm I'm stoked to be able to do this, and the fact that you and I have the time and uh, the the ability. I mean, we may not have the knowledge, but we're learning it as we go, trying to figure it out. But uh, I I mean, I feel blessed to be a part of this ratness family and to be able to do things like this and to take on this kind of headache quote unquote because it's it's the best kind of suffering man is is suffering that you know is going to pay off at the end hell yeah man and it's, it's funny too because my parents like try to compliment me on all this shit and i'm just like you don't really mean it because i'm not making any money but there's some <laughs> things that are like actually you know validating to it and then being like excited about the event and asking me about it and like, Oh, we're, we're going to be there and we're inviting our friends and, you know, your family members and stuff. And I'm like, the support is unreal. It, you know, you have to take a step back sometimes and kind of like look at everything to make it uh, come into perspective. Definitely, man. Definitely. And, and that being said, like beyond just your family, beyond our own personal families, like we ratness has had so much support, uh, from all from everybody man it's it's awesome to see you know our I, yeah. the thing that i say to every single artist before they come on i tell them look we're here to make you look good we're here to make us look good we're here to make everyone look good we're not going to make anybody look bad and uh that that tone has set in ratnest go like throughout the entire podcast and that really is our mantra uh even at at uh the website in the, uh, the online store we just we're here to promote positivity and in the art community and we're here to allow people to see the goodness and the the camaraderie that actually exists among artists when they have a chance to connect yeah man yeah it's it's a beautiful thing it really is it's it is. i'm silly and like hippie but like it, it's truth yeah, uh, I, I hope we're not sounding too weird talking about this but it, it just we we've are passionate about this as if you couldn't tell <laughs> i wanted to mention just to give people a little heads up uh because we had mentioned globits so a run of his books that we did before the a couple events ago for the north park book fair uh sponsored by verbatim books in san diego was an order of his books that we had printed was messed up they were the pages were out of i think it's called protagonation i could be mixing that word with another word that I don't really know. But basically, the order of the pages was mixed up during the printing. And they, I got like 50 copies of uh, a comic that we can't really use. And you know, it's not like we can unstaple and cut pages around after the fact, it just doesn't work like that. So what we decided to do was to build a little art installation wall. So uh, you'll be able to pose in front of just a, an eight by eight wooden wall of of wheat pasted up charles globitz art we might spray paste some rats on that i don't know i'm i haven't even started it could not happen we'll see <laughs> it might be there it might not but it'll be a fun project and uh it'll be a cool you know little photo opportunity for people to check out and uh, also just kind of see what we're talking about when when you look at his art on a on a bigger scale yeah, that, that's going to be uh, a nice backdrop for everyone to take Instagram pictures in front of. Uh, in addition to that, I'm building some walls out of pallets that Jim gave me. Uh, we're just kind of DIY, basic, nothing fancy, 
walls to hang art on. So all the participating vendors and artists will, uh, you know, have a chance to hang some stuff up. That'll be for sale. A hundred percent of the proceeds and sales for each artist go to the artist. We're not taking cuts from that at all. So it's a good way to come out, get some original art and uh, support someone that's working. Yeah. Anytime you can buy art directly from the artist and they get a hundred percent of the proceeds, do it do it it's so it's so hard for artists to recoup 100 percent most of the time uh especially on the level that we're at at this point because you know everybody that's there to help seems to want to take a cut and uh that that really hinders the art community so yeah and to touch on i know we're talking about this week's event but on june 11th in san diego we're gonna have another event um for some of the artists that weren't able to come up and be involved in this one and also the Ratna zine release. We'll have a bunch of copies of the new zine that's coming out uh, to promote and sell down there. And we're doing a gallery show in Barrio Logan at one of the artist workspaces there. Um, and that's a, another opportunity to come out, not put money in an artist pocket, not a gallery's pocket. That's because right. it will, maybe, maybe it'll be 80, 20, maybe it'll be, 90 10 i don't think we've talked numbers with the artists yet but we're going to take as little as possible uh to make the event happen and everything else will go directly to the artists into their pocket to support their their daily lives of you know food and booze food and booze <laughs> yeah so uh, so so i would be remiss if we didn't mention uh, this co the cocktail bar that's going to be at the spot. Yes, uh, our buddy Brian is opening up a new restaurant in, here in town in Redlands, and this is we've actually got a uh, a little preview of some of the cocktail. Or I think one or two of the cocktails that that he's going to be having at the new restaurant. Um, Brian and his partner are they've opened up a couple of restaurants and they have a couple of businesses here in town. They are probably some of the smartest entrepreneurs uh, I've met in the area. They know the industry, they know how to get shit done and they do it right. So yeah. if for no other reason than to have the first sip of their, one of their custom cocktails, like that's a reason to show up in and of itself. I'm, I'm excited. I, I have the recipe breakdown. He sent me, I think for sure they're going to do a take on a Paloma. And then I, I think they're going to have another option and beer as well is, uh, it's kind of my understanding of it, but I'm not, I know the Paloma recipe that I saw, it, it sounds delightful. I I'm looking forward to drinking one that day, uh, just to check it out. And yeah, shout out to the Overland bar. They'll be opening up, uh, pretty soon, hopefully by the end of summer, maybe fall. I'm not sure exactly when the, the drop date is on on the grand opening, but we get a little sneak peek at the Ratfest Art Fest or Ratnest Art Fest. And uh, if it's anything like their other cocktail bars, I mean, you're not going to be disappointed. It's insane. So good. So much thought goes into it. Brian's a madman. He works for the the Walker Inn uh, behind the Normandy Club in L.A. The year that they won like best cocktail bar in America or some shit. I don't. I'm pretty sure that was the distinction and, you know, it just shows you the level that this guy's on. Yeah. We did an interview with him. I think it was in season one or right at the beginning of season two. Uh, he was one of our first in-person episodes that we did in my kitchen. Mm -hmm. And uh, while we were here, he actually 
went through made us gin fizzes i think is what he what he made and showed or gin smash and showed us how to make that cocktail and and uh that was a lot of fun just to see him work he explained what he was doing and why he was doing it the whole time and uh, we go into a lot of like how he gets his inspiration in that episode and uh where where he likes to derive inspiration from uh, and how he became so successful at what he's doing so that would be a great episode to check out if you're in, uh, interested in you know the local restaurant bar scene yeah dude he's he's a madman actually he's currently getting more inspiration as we speak i think he's in amsterdam or copenhagen uh he's on a food fest i know he went to like nobu Love it. or not nobu uh noma and uh it's just he's on another level dude kid's a pro and the motivation that he has and uh his, his partner too I, uh they they understand the the necessity of going to these places and checking it out rather than just reading about it and trying to recreate it you know he talks about brian talks about uh going all over the the world you know he they were going to thailand and, and getting recipes from the, the street vendors uh yeah. that he opened up the local thai food restaurant it was just an incredible the detail that they put in or yeah i mean detail too but the attention to detail that's what i'm getting right. at to be and, able- and the fact the fact that ryan goes down there like um we talk about it in episode look up ryan burke's episode he's the co-owner of some of these restaurants and also parliament chocolate and he you know he went to south america to source the beans from family-owned farms and make sure that people were getting paid what they deserve to and that uh you know it was i don't know copacetic and like positive for everyone involved in the experience um you'll hear a fun story about him watching a dodgers game like on the amazon river at a brothel on a 10 inch tv for the playoffs uh i mean it's it's fun it's exciting it's like the shit that we read about or fantasize about doing like world traveling these guys actually go do it and and figure it out for themselves yeah and i'm thinking right now i might have been speaking out of turn i know they work together a lot but i'm not 100 percent sure if they're doing the overland together so we may have just grouped together two friends uh, in a conversation that we didn't mean to so if that's the case sorry brian sorry <laughs> i didn't mean to do any of that but uh yeah i, I think that they're they're in it together yeah yeah uh yeah man that's in addition to that we have uh you're, you're tabling you're gonna have your own art available matt paramo art i believe i will have a table unless it for whatever reason oh, i should have a table if, if anything happens where we need an extra table for someone mine will be the first to go but uh i don't think it's gonna gonna matter you know what i mean well, I, I know the guys at the Rat Nest booth. We could probably share a table with you. Yeah, I, fi- I figure I could just buddy up. Yeah. Yeah, dude. We got a, I'll have uh, zines available. I'm going to have a couple paintings. Uh, I'll probably hang a painting on the art walls we were talking about. Um, yeah, I think that's all I really have right now. I don't have a ton of stuff. I've spent this last year and a half not creating that much, to be honest with you. I, a few new paintings and uh, a few zines, but that's all I've been able to to work on while I've been in, involved with all this other stuff, you know? Well, you know, sometimes you got to shift your weight to other things. Yeah, that's I, cool. And if, it, if, I get the, if I get the lightning strike, you know, if I get that moment of where I feel like I have to do something, I usually do it still. So 
it's not to say I, I haven't created anything. I just, uh, it slowed down a little bit. Well, your new zine will be available that day, right? Yep. Yeah. Shameless self-promotion. I'll have a couple, couple zines, couple old zines. I have a couple of issues of the, uh, collab with Hank Simmons, uh, zine that we did last year or in the beginning of this year. And I have two new ones besides that. I think that's it. And then, oh, we have another zine vendor too, uh, Moonbow. Yeah, so that's my boy Luna. He's from San Diego. We worked together at uh, Stella. It was like a coffee shop slash uh, wood fire pizza spot. Dude, dude is like to the truest form, just like natural at it. I don't. I haven't. I haven't painted with him, but I've seen him do little things while we work together that I was like, oh my god, dude! Like effortlessly, yeah. like molding a, a little ball of clay into like a dragon in 45 seconds or like just doodles that I'm like, all right, that looks effortlessly genius. You know what I mean? And uh, he's starting this zine, uh, just got it going. He's like working on the first wave of it. And so, uh, you know, I would have been stupid not to, to invite him uh, to come table and have everyone check it out because his work's dope. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped to be able to thumb through that thing, man. I, it, his work is super rad super fun uh like very like cartoony and like lighthearted, but uh just i don't know i like the line quality i like everything about it like it he's a, you could tell that he has experience even though it looks like something simple does that make sense you know absolutely you know that's like the the true art talent we're talking about right now or not true but the most common what people think of a talented artist like oh he can mold something into a sculpture instantly or have a doodle that just looks perfect you know people aspire to become that like they work just to be able to get there uh when people are talented like that it just it blows my mind yeah uh, dude and and motherfucker knows pizza and coffee like the back of his hand he could throw pies he can he can do latte you know he's yeah, all about I, it i'm sure it took a hell of a lot of work to get there but like it, it's proof that if you just keep trying you're gonna get it you know it, some people have the natural talent some so it takes a little bit shorter time but no matter what you keep at it you're you're going to succeed in that art yeah man it's a trip to see how many different styles of art we have on this list too because like we've been talking about the artists and the comic books and then also the vendors like we've got uh vintage clothing like shop there that and that's like its own art form in itself like you talk to some of these vintage collectors they're going to uh, estate sales. They're going to garage sales. They're, they have to literally know exactly what they're looking for because everybody else that's not in that vintage world will overlook uh, a pair of denim that they're going to buy at a garage sale for $5 and not realize that it's from it's like vintage and they can go sell it for $150 or something like that. Like That is an artistic talent in and of itself just to have that eye and have the know-how of like, oh, this is what people want right now. Yeah, I always, I admire people that could do that. It's like the same as almost like comic book collecting or record collecting. 100%. It's like knowing what you're looking for and putting in the time to sort through those boxes or piles or racks of stuff and, uh, you know, get a couple awesome pulls out of it. Uh, so yeah, shout out Cassie at Bury Me Advantage on Instagram. She'll be doing her thing. Uh, she'll have a ton of of uh, secondhand stuff that that's just killer yeah that that eye is is just a, a, just as much of a trip to me to be able to like 
see that and have that eye it's the same as you know having the eye for perspective in painting or drawing or or having a business mind to see an idea uh and capitalize on it and start a business you know that that it all in that same vein yeah it's it's diy shit you know yeah it's, it's like you said it's all in the same vein it's like i don't know that drive to do something for yourself and not have any bosses and then to do it right because i mean anyone can start something but how far it gets is is up to the attention and and time they put into it you know 100 percent. and that's why we're trying to build this network the way that we are because like we said earlier the more people you got in your corner the more successful you're going to be and the quicker you're going to be successful man like i i do see this as being just the just the beginning and just the start of ratness being able to help so many more artists and so many more people than uh, just the ones we're connected with right now looking yeah man this this is the first show so you know it's only going to get bigger and better from here uh, i'm excited slash just exhausted from doing things <laughs> yeah, yeah. um it's it's tough you know putting everything together coordinating with a bunch of people uh trying to keep on top of it and keep people updated um trying to promote trying to get like you said like the setup like we, we had the logistics of the day how many tables are going to go on what walls and who's setting up where and how it's all going to flow and come together um and then yeah hoping it doesn't suck <laughs> yeah hoping people show up yeah yeah so it's it's been a lot I'm, I'm ready i'm ready for this one to be over like we got a week we're gonna push hard and promote and get all our stuff in line so it's set up and run smooth the day of but man I breathe breathe a little sigh of relief once this day is done i agree man you we've You've been pushing hard. We've been doing a lot. And and on top of all of this, we've still been doing the podcasting and, and getting that all together. So after we get these next couple episodes recorded and we get through this weekend, I think both of us are going to take a nice, well-deserved little break. Yeah, definitely, man. It's it it's fun. It's really fun to do all this. It just uh it is a lot. It is a lot of work and a lot of uh time and effort uh goes into it beyond just sitting here and talking to each other for an hour or whatever you know the beautiful thing though and you'll agree with this we, we kind of get this way at the end of every season it's like starts to get exhausting and it starts to get trying and then we take a couple of weeks off and both of us are like yo you ready to get back into it like i i got this person on the line they want to do an interview and we're both excited like yeah let's get back to thursdays you know it's it's totally. awesome. yeah man yeah it, it, it's a you know resets like recharging your batteries it's like anything it's like take a week off work and you might want to go back to work yeah exactly you know? i love it. it just shows that we care about it bro it, it means something to us yeah man yeah it's gonna be great i'm i'm super stoked um the dog is barking at the pool cleaner right now hey cool stop barking dotty you're fine you see it every day so good to see her back up and running and chasing that thing. Yeah, she she's about it. She's moving around pretty good, man. She's she's getting a lot uh a lot better. So that's good. Good. Uh, so shoot, man. Yeah, let's uh I'm trying to think if there's anything we didn't cover that we should address for the show or if there's anything we should mention for upcoming stuff, but just yeah, May 28th, Redlands, California, June June 11th. Uh that's a Saturday as well in Barrio Logan in San Diego right directly across from 
uh, Salud and next to Border X. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, think, I think that's pretty much it. 12 oh, to 6 hold on Saturday. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I put this off to last because I wanted to spend some time on it. We're about to jump out and I didn't ever mention it. We got Rasta socks in the house. Oh, yeah. Our, yep. our boy, Zach, we've known him since uh, high. I met him in high school. Matt's known him probably since the same or middle school. So middle I mean, school, dude. Yeah, Sixth grade, baby. 20 plus years knowing this cat. One of the realest, coolest motherfuckers I know. Like Rasta socks has a special place in my heart. Yeah. Just from like. Dude, dude's a rock star. I, I love him and one of the most humble guys I know too, man. And he's gonna yeah. be spin, spinning music. He's got a lot of underground hip hop that he's gonna be playing. Uh, he actually pr- produced uh, one of my hip hop albums that never ca- never got released. I had an entire ten track so- uh, album with him, and he he produced every song on it. Uh, we worked really closely together on that, and then never never really got put out so i think he might actually be throwing a couple of those tracks in there uh, i think he's going to bring out another one of his homies that's a super talented mc uh from la so he's going to be doing a couple of a couple of tracks with him uh, throughout the day yeah. uh, it's just going to be an awesome day of like good underground music and while while zach uh, aka rasta socks plays like a lot of underground hip-hop we got uh Papa Trebizio, dude's doing Georgie Burger. He's also going to be switching out DJ sets throughout the day so they don't, you know, burn themselves out too much. And he's got a cool, eclectic music style. His music that he plays goes stuff that your pops would listen to all the way up to new, new, uh, new stuff, you know. So it's going to be a, a variety of music that'll, that'll be penetrating your ears throughout the day, too. So you might want to come back at different times to get different parts of the music. Yep. Shout out Zach Yates, aka DJ Rasta Socks. That's my boy. We've been friends, like you said, since we were like in junior high. Uh, was just like a punk rock kid. He was like the punk rock kid at the middle school, you know. And like, obviously, we gravitated towards each other and would just hold court, like you know, just shoot the shit and hold court on the bleachers like every day. Try not to do anything at PE, you know, <laughs> you know what you do in junior yeah. high. Uh, just try to, I don't know, impress girls <laughs> that didn't like us. We were like the nerds, you know what I mean? Yeah, one of the most fun podcast interviews we did for sure, because it was like a whole day. He came out, we got lunch, did the interview. We went out to dinner. We went out to all the bars. Like we had such a good time because it had been a while since we all got to kick it. So yeah, there, that was fun. there's secret footage somewhere of that too, where we went to the bars and stuff and we were filming. And that's when we started throwing around the idea of doing like a getting ratty with like a, a show where we just go out and highlight different establishments while we get drunk. Yeah. And um, it still might happen somewhere yeah. down the line. That but, seed's uh, been planted, but it hasn't sprouted yet. Yeah, but that was the, the the beginning of it. And that was like the idea for it was just us going out with friends and having a good time and like filming it. It's like I I liken it to uh, I think I told you this to check out the show on on vice like on youtube uh, it's called uh, chef's night out mm-hmm. and they just highlight different restaurants and then they just go out and party <laughs> it's it's a good time if you're into like the food and drink culture and, and the restaurant industry uh it, it relates very heavily to you like you know those people you know yeah and that was like impromptu 
Zach came out and we we're like, Hey, we kind of have this idea. Like, do you care if Jim films the entire night? And bro, I had the lights on him. By the time we were walking, he was like, dude, can you get the fuck out of my face with the <laughs> camera? <laughs> yeah shout out rasa socks shout out every single one of the artists and vendors that's going to be there all the shops like I, I love you guys i thank you for supporting us and uh we hope to offer you as much if not more support from the rat nesters and uh know that we got your back in anything you need hell yeah and um yeah this was just an episode of shameless promotions for ourselves but we'll be back next week with episode 56 with Hannibal Gerald, uh, amazing, talented zine maker and artist uh, out of Pittsburgh. Uh, we had a good conversation with her this last week. Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, this has been another episode of the Ratness Podcast. You can catch us every week on YouTube for video and anywhere you stream your podcast for the audio. Go to ratnessstickerco.com for shirts, zines, stickers, and more. Uh, go to our event, May 28th in Redlands from noon to 6 p.m. Uh, 131 Cajon Street, Masonic Lodge Hall, I don't know, whatever you call it, Lodge Hall, Hall Lodge. Holla, 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 hol